Hello and welcome to Two Broads and a Bottle of Wine. I'm Kelly. I am your white, cis, het, Gen X, walking contradiction with a history of trauma. (laughs) That's who I am today. Who are you, Leslie? Uh, Who am I today? So, hey, I'm Leslie and I'm white, cis, het, 50. And after that, I'm starting to try and figure it out. So I'm just going to leave that be for today. That's where I am. I'm going to call it the things that aren't changing as of yet. So, okay. Well, what are we talking about today? So today we're going to explore a couple of the characteristics of whiteness. And I wanted to, before everybody kind of goes, what the hell does that mean? Um, Let's kind of talk through the concept of what these characteristics were so they were introduced to me this summer. I took a anti-oppression class session, whatever, in leadership and DEI with a woman named Natty Fantastic. And yes, that is her name. And um, <laughs> nice. we spent, I know, we spent a bit of time talking through these character, characteristics of whiteness because we're talking about white supremacy culture. We're not talking about white people. We're talking about the supremacy culture. And the deal is that we are fish swimming in the fishbowl. The water that we have is this white supremacy culture. So that's kind of the the visual. So Tima Okun created these characteristics of whiteness. And they are really describing the systems we work within and how that perpetuates Mm -hmm. inequalities in race, as well as basically racism. So when she first came out with this, and we'll put her notes so you can check it out yourself, Tima Okun. Um, But when she first put it out, it kind of confuses people at first. So like people of color were like, what do you mean? Uh, Like one of the qualities is perfectionism. I can be perfect. I can aspire to be perfect. And that's not what she's saying, right? Again, it's the system we're in. And then at the same time, white people are going, hey, now, it's not racist to want to do things quickly, like urgency. That's not how it rolls. And it's so it's not about the people. It's about the system. So I just want to be clear because it kind of is a little bit of a brain fuck because you start start taking it a little too personally. You got to step back and it's not you. It's the water you're swimming in. So I just wanted to kind of put that disclaimer down so that folks weren't getting mm-hmm confused by this like I think it's a really good thing and we're going to give homework right it's like it's good to just look at these things and think about how they're showing up for you yes so I hope that helps but yes so characteristics characteristics of whiteness and I can't say characteristics today it's too hard (laughs) words can be hard (laughs) see we're trying to embrace the characteristics of whiteness by <laughs> not being perfect. <laughs> exactly. Cause that's like the first one is perfectionism. Exactly. Exactly. So we're embracing that. So which one we've got two, we're going to do today, right? We're going to do, we're doing either or thinking and yep. urgency. Yes. And just to note, uh, we just mentioned perfectionism. We actually talked about that in season one. Yes. And that's why we're not talking about it again. (laughs) And I forget which episode we talked about it. It might have been the like the body positivity one, but we kind of talked about it all throughout 
the season. So go check out season one. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to be a belly dancer or a dancer. You just have to be a human to be able to appreciate it. So there you go. <laughs> and you know, you're saying something too that we probably should clarify too. These characteristics don't live individually or all on their own. Yes. Um, as you start talking about them, you'll start seeing them pop up and start to bleed into each other. That's why you can't, yeah. it's really hard to just talk about one because the others will start popping up. So mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. just something to think about. It may happen to us today too. We might start bleeding into a different one just because. Uh, so either or thinking, binary thinking. Black and white thinking. <laughs> Black and white. Yes, which I, yeah. <laughs> and I say, and I, and I, and yeah, and I say that because some people may know it as that. Yes, exactly. Exactly. When I think of either or thinking, binary thinking, I also think of the phrase that uh, has basically saved me, which is two things can be true at the same time. Yeah. And we yeah. talked a little bit about that last episode, and I had mentioned yeah. that I was probably going to be mentioning it all throughout this season. So here it is yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hello. And uh, I don't know. Do you want me to start with like sure, my example it. of two things can be true at the same time or? Totes. Let's do it. You're a good person or a bad person is the binary thinking. Right. The two things can be true at the same time is you are a good person who's done something bad. Right. And I know there's a lot of controversy around the words good and bad, but I'm just trying, I'm trying to keep it. I don't want to say basic, but I want to, I want to keep it familiar to people. And I think that good, bad one's a great example because this is where when we talk about racism in particular, people are like, but I'm a good person. I can't be. And it's like, that's the binary thinking showing up, right? Like you can be a good person and still have this implicit bias that shows up that you're just not aware of. Yeah. So. Yeah. And first step is being aware and acknowledging that. Yeah. Yeah. And also just being aware of it in your own life. I mean, you can you can hold two things at the same time. That's another thing. And uh, so here's another good example of that. And content warning for for those of you out there who have suffered abuse. Super sorry that happened to you. I'm about to talk about this. So you can have compassion for your abuser, but also not condone their behavior. Compassion does not mean condone. So you can hold two things at the same time. You can be like, you can say, I really have a lot of compassion for that person because obviously they're super messed up if they did this, but I don't condone their behavior. I'm also allowed to be super angry at them, but I'm also allowed to say I'm ready to move past these things. And, you know, the behaviors that I inherited from this, you know, break them and move on from them. This is when we start to get into the not just two things can be true at the same time. Many things can be true at the same time. Well, I mean, I think that's true with most relationships, too, right? If you're 
family unit, you can love somebody and not like them all the time. (laughs) How does that work? Like that again, is the two things existing at the same time, right? It's, it's really hard for people to, to get there. My grandmother used to say that all the time about my Mm -hmm. grandfather. She's like, I love, I love him. I don't like him. And you know, he was an alcoholic. And not a nice man all the time. So exactly, I get what she was saying. Yeah, totally. And these things, and these things are okay. I think that's the other yep. thing people have a problem with with either or thinking. It's it's okay to hold two conflicting things mm-hmm. at the same time. I'm a right. good person, right? But I've benefited from a system that hurts people. Exactly. And I think until you can hold that, you can't really, because if you don't come to that realization, you're never, you're going to be frozen and never be able to move forward, you know, getting through that. It's interesting. I was thinking as you were talking too, I think this is why gender confuses people when we're, we've got, it's becoming, I'll just, I'll say it this way to be funny or sarcastic is like, Oh, kids, these days, we've got so many more genders. It's just all this stuff, like the gender spectrum, Right. And it's, it's a really interesting example that people really struggle with. And I think that's why you've got people dealing with it is like, it's like, well, it can't be the way it is. Everything, you're either this or this. Those are the only two options. I'm like, nope, there's this whole spectrum of stuff. So I, I just feel like that's why I see that one often enough now that it, it kind of makes me laugh because it's, it's the easiest thing to work through and just get through it. And once you get through that, hey, Boom, you're on the other side. Yeah. So yeah. Well, and and you and I have had several conversations about gender. And I think I think we're actually gonna do a whole episode on that. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I'll I'll yep. save it for then. But <laughs> but to me, that's like a really interesting example yeah. of either or thinking, right? And it's not always true. Well, and what's interesting too is that when you start to hold two things at the same time, three things, four things, 10, 100, yeah. the yeah. level of liberation, and I'm only going to yeah. speak for myself. Exactly. I'm only going to speak for myself. We do, we do I story here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The more, so the more I <laughs> have started yeah. to hold, one, you know, two, three, 10, 100 things at the same time. It's extremely yep. liberating. Yes, 100%. Because now you've got the a spectrum of life to live within, a whole color system to be with. And it's interesting, I'm thinking politics right now, and most people, I'm just going to pick on the American system right now because they only have two parties. Oh, please do. That's what that is. <laughs> a binary system, right? It's either or. You're either this or this. And if you don't vote for one of them, you're just throwing your vote away, right? That kind of thing. And it's yeah, technically tough. Mm -hmm. This is why people struggle though to vote, right? They're like, ah, they're all the same. Yeah. And it's like, it's this weird thing. And they're they're not, but they are. No, but they are exactly. And again, those are two truths, right? So you can get frustrated when you hear somebody say, oh, they're all the same. Well, yeah, there's qualities of them that are the same, but then they're hopefully their theories are different but then just to have those two is such a constriction for folks right because it may not be enough I mean that's what the democrats struggle with right is you've got people leaning to the left have nothing to vote for because they've got somebody who's also got to pander to the right it's just yeah the center which might as well which might as well be the right and 
And I do listen to a lot of political podcasts. And that is what is so frustrating for young voters. And it's it's frustrating for somebody like me, too. I mean, I'll come out and say it. I'm a democratic socialist. Uh, (laughs) And, um, you know, I always find it really funny when I hear, you know, people say, oh, you're you're democratic socialist is like our right in Germany. I'm like. And when I see like what the left does in like other countries, I'm like, wow, yeah, I could get behind that. But, um, you know, I'm limited right now. And but the what is available to especially young voters is so frustrating. Well, because I think I think either or thinking Mm -hmm. actually encourages critical thinking. Right. Because you're also not just taking one of two options, right? It's like, I don't want just Coke or Pepsi. I want something else, right? And I think the new folks coming up in the ranks are actually trying to be critical thinkers and we're kind of trying to quash that and it's not going really well. Mm -hmm. So, which, which will then bleed into a quality such as paternalism, which is also a white characteristic. We don't want to talk about today, but this is where they all start to bleed in. Right. Is that, Mm -hmm. but, Mm -hmm. but by either our thinking there's power kept, right? Because you're not able to, and this is, again, it goes back to why these characters characteristics were identified was because they're about maintaining inequality and keeping power within the few. Because all of us, except for a very few, are not voting well in the system. So, Also with either or thinking, there is comfort. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. There's this way. And it's the right way. And it's yep. the way I know. I also mm-hmm. I also think that either or thinking bleeds into conspiracy theory or conspiracy theorists, where it's yeah. like, I know the truth and the truth is this way. I'm awake and you're asleep. And it's comforting yeah. to feel that like, you know, and you're special. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, I mean, there's a lot of ways we can view the either or thinking, but. Exactly. And that can go the other way. Like you could explode it the other way. You could talk about, right. Like where people who are, you know, extremely to the left where they're extremely liberal or socialist and they're just like, well, you're just stupid because you don't get all this stuff. And it's like, that's not helpful either folks. Like it's not just. You know, it's, that's why it doesn't help anybody because you need to be able to come together and realize there's a spectrum of thoughts. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I will agree. Like I said, as I mean, a democratic socialist, yeah. but I will agree with that a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, I'm, it's just, everybody doesn't win from this. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, and <laughs> that's the crux of the whole thing, right? Right. 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 <laughs> how do you, how do you get everybody to stand in the circle together? Exactly. Um, is to accept that all these different ideas can exist all at the same time, right? Exactly. You can be, I mean, you talk religion, right? Like we don't, wars, wars have happened thanks to religion, right? But I mean, ultimately, whatever you believe, that's fine. We're all just going to stand in the circle together. It doesn't matter. But I mean, for myself to get out of this, to get out of the binary thinking, it's kind of tough. I catch myself often. Yeah. Particularly, I work in technology. Guess what we code in? No, code was based off binary. 
And so <laughs> I work with folks all the time that I try to help them. I appreciate your binary when it comes to your coding, but I need you to think a little more openly this way when we're talking about other things. So it's always been very interesting. And that's helped me actually expose to myself mm-hmm. where I sit um, and when it happens, because I'm catching myself. So I'm, uh, I'm still struggling with this. Mm-hmm. Oh, same. You know, like, you know, um, so, but it's kind of, that's how I've had to identify and move forward is just catching myself and going, hmm, interesting. Could there be another perspective I'm not thinking about? Of course there is. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. And I think that's the, I think that's the best we can do is just to try to be aware of it and catch ourselves. I know I do that a lot when it comes to urgency. Yeah. Right. Which leads to our next, see, this is where they start to bleed. So should we start talking urgency a bit? Let's talk urgency. So because that's a, that's an interesting one too. Right. So just to kind of define it. And again, talking from my own experience, uh, there are times when it's urgent. Um, if, if something is on fire, do something about that. (laughs) But when here's the example I will use, I'm at work, I'm in the middle of a task and someone Sends mm-hmm. me an instant me- a message. Yep. I've gotten to a point now where if I'm in the middle of something and I know it's only going to take me like 10, 15 minutes to complete. Right. I don't right. break my chain of thought anymore. I nope. just finish nope. it. And then right. I get, then I get back to them. Yeah. Uh, the other day uh, I had a therapy appointment. Yep. And uh, because I use telehealth, I basically put myself, I put myself on a way. I emailed everybody yep. and said, I will be completely unavailable between this time and this time. I will yep. respond to you at this time. Right. You know, whereas before I would have been like, well, I should probably just leave my, e-, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yep. You know, the, I know, or you take your phone with you and you're in the office, like checking. I mean, I, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to lie. I do that. So, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, I totally get it. So I know that's all work related, but you know, yeah. it might be, it might be family of origin stuff for people where it's like, you know, this one family member is like, oh my God, it's a crisis. Da, da, da. Yeah. And that's their way yeah. of like. One, it's their, yeah. it's their way of communicating and you just have to be like, I'm going to read this text. <laughs> yep. I'm going to, I'm going to run an errand <laughs> and then I'll come back and answer it. Like, I don't, I don't have to respond yeah. right away. Well, what's interesting with urgency is it bleeds into what we talked about, at least for me, like I go yep. back to that critical thinking, right? Is like, Urgency stops you from thinking mm-hmm. because you react. And it's comical. I will tell a work story. I took security training yesterday for my new job, right? Everybody has to take it, like fishing and spishing and all these other things that they talk mm-hmm. about. And the funniest thing is they say, slow down, take notice, read your notes before you respond. And I kind of laughed out loud because in the next breath, they're going to turn around and say, why didn't you get back to me in five seconds after I messaged you the other day? And it's like funny how urgency is okay. Or taking time to think and process is good when it doesn't hurt the company. But when you're going to like, you know, hurt your mental health, go ahead and keep responding. 
too much and don't have too much focus. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, I come to you that the, the point was 100% valid. Slow the hell down, you know, and I'm a huge culprit for multitasking. I, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I, I'm not going to say thrive off it, but I have worked 20 plus years. Oh my God, 30 plus, almost 30 plus years doing that for a living is multitasking yeah. and has been successful for me. Um, but it's not possible as humans to be able to have multiple, multiple things going on and, and urgency popping in and taking your focus away, you know, and another, another tidbit, by the way, here's a little fun tiddly fact, the word priority, I use this all the time at work. The word priority came from Germany. It's a Germanic word. And in the German language, and hopefully if there's a German person listening and I'm wrong, you will correct me. But I was told that the word cannot be pluralized in the German language. It is a singular thing. And so when I'm at work and people go, well, this is a priority and this is a priority and this is a priority, right? All about urgency. Got to work on all of them. It's like, I'm sorry. The word priority does not have a pluralized form in German where it came from. So you're going to have to change your words on that one. You know, like we got to figure out a difference around here because they can't all be urgent Mm-hmm. at the same time because my eyes can't be on five things at the same time. Yeah. My brain can't process five things at the same time. So it's just it's interesting how we've just created this, mm-hmm. you know. And, and capitalism thrives off urgency. If you don't buy this skin cream now, your eyeballs are going to pop out of your head because your skin's going to collapse on itself. You know, like mm-hmm. it's just all about and it gets you to react yeah. and do things and it's really kind of freaky. There's only so many spots left in this class. Oh my God. I know. Right. And this is the thing. Like I would love to be able to do my own thing and have my own business, but I detest so much that kind of marketing. Me too. And some people do it with such panache too. They're just like, Hey, I'm so excited. There's only three spots left. Meanwhile, did you know there were only four spots, but that's another story for another day. Right. (laughs) So we we know that, but my goodness, it's it's wild. It's wild. Well, I also think urgency speaks to, and maybe we'll do a larger episode on this, but it speaks to boundary setting. Oh, and, 100%. And I think a lot of yeah. people are, there's a discomfort to setting boundaries. 100%. Like, yep. like saying, hey. I'm going to be unavailable. Like yep, exactly. I'm essentially saying, you know, you, and I, and I said, you can email me. Right. But, right. and I will return your email at this time when I can, but it's yeah. like, but that was a boundary of like, do not, do not. I am me. Do not text me. Do not yep. call me. Yeah. Like y- yeah. I have set this boundary. I think that's really hard for yeah. some people to do. And when we're talking about trauma, uh, yeah, that's really hard for people, especially if they if their response is what's called the fawn response. Right. Um, and right. these things are these things are very yeah. hard to retrain. Yep. You know. Totally. I think the other thing too is we're also nicer to other people with it. You know, yeah. unless it's I guess really, really urgent, right? But if somebody says and sets a boundary back to me, usually I'm like, okay, cool but I won't do it to myself. So I think that's like for me with urgency, Mm -hmm. what I have started trying to do is set boundaries, knowing that 
if somebody did it to me, I'd be like, cool. At least you set an expectation. Like, Hey, I can't look at it right now. I've got these three other things. I'll get back to you by five. Yeah. And then they go, okay. Like they don't freak out as much as we all think this. They were so worried about pleasing everybody. Yeah. Right. And in the system we're swimming in, we're trying to gain power by it, mm-hmm. right? By doing this, you also gain power because you're taking control, you're owning it. So it's- Yes. Yeah. Rather than feeling yeah. out of control and resentful. And, you know, if you set a boundary, I just I just posted about this on Instagram. <laughs> if, you, mm-hmm. if you set a boundary and the person on the other side becomes angry- Right. That's, that's their problem. That's not on you. That's on that's nope. on them. Yeah, you are not responsible for their, and I'm going to split this word to say it, response ability. Right? Yes. That's their response ability. Their ability to respond is up to them, not up to you. Yes. So yes. Big time. Yeah. So it's it's interesting how it just kind of it comes up all over the place. Urgency is something, you know, there's a need for it. We need to, and I think that's the other tricky part, right? Is if everything becomes urgent, you can't really tell what's really urgent. Yes. Like you're triaging then all the time. Like, okay, my kid's arm's about to fall off, but I also got to do this. And I got to do this. Like, hopefully you pick your kid's arms about to fall off yeah. first, <laughs> but, but you never know. Like I've seen people struggle to make that decision. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I could tell a story about my ex-husband and it's really sad and just really scary but he chose something that was not what I thought would be his urgency call. Right. And it's just because he's living in a system where he had to continue looking like he was being successful. Yeah. So (laughs) weird. And there's that, there's that capitalism, paternalism, all of the, yeah, all of this stuff intersects and bleeds into one another. I think the more we become aware of it, it almost gets easier to parse through, but it can yeah. be very overwhelming to parse through. Totally. So, well, that's why, <laughs> well, that's why I'm glad we're only talking about two. We're talking yeah. about them just a little bit because that was kind of going back to your naughty, but that was our thing was like, she's like, pick one and just for a week, focus on that one. Mm-hmm. Don't focus on them all or your head will blow up because once you focus on one, you start realizing the others are coming in. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's interesting, interesting stuff. Yeah. So do we have any homework that we're going to assign? Yeah. So we'll put in the show notes, we'll put out, um, the article for you to read so you can see all the characteristics, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe that's it is maybe find one that resonates with you and just focus for a week on it and see how it goes. And then start picking up another one. I mean, that's what worked well for me Yes, to be able to do that was, and you could pick with this, these two, we'll probably talk about the others in the future, but you know, just kind of breaking through. And when it comes up, you don't have to be again, not either or thinking when it happens, don't go, I'm a bad person. Oh my God, because this is the system you're living in. Mm-hmm. It's just identifying it. Right. Mm-hmm. And just be like, Hey, this happened. What could I have done differently? How do I break that cycle? Yeah. Not, Oh my God, I'm a bad person. I got to go cry in the corner. You know? Yeah. I, you know, I encourage people to talk to it. Yeah. I mean, that's what I try to do when, when something comes up, I'm just kind of like, Oh, well, hello. That part of me, (laughs) I, I would like to 
Yeah. I would like to acknowledge your existence. Exactly. And, you know, and also to sit with the feelings of it. Like, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm having this and it makes me, it makes me feel sad. It makes me feel icky. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, just, yeah. it's amazing how much acknowledging something heals something. Yeah, yeah. totally. And not, and not judging it, just exactly. acknowledging it. I think we got to call that out too, right? It's like, ooh. And that's hard. I mean, that's where I started when I started doing this work, I was judging and I was upset and I was having those stupid white lady tears and stuff. And I'm like, this is horrible. I turned into that person. So you got to like, stop, you know, watch your reaction, right? Don't let it freeze you. Mm -hmm. Like you said, sit into it and just process. Yeah. And it's all good. And if you are becoming that person, like if you're like, oh, I'm being the white lady tear person. Yes, you are. Two things can be true at the same time. You can be the white lady tear person. You can also be the person who's trying their dandest to move forward and figure it exactly. out. Exactly. And here's the final thought for me, right? Is this thing's been around for our entire life. I don't even know, maybe that's the part I should go and research, but like I mean, white supremacy has been around for a long time, but colonization, all this stuff, it's been around for so long. Like this is what we've been living in. So you, to get it out of the system is going to take a long time, not in our lifetime, but it's going to take you just thinking about it and maybe talking about it with other people. Like I said, with the either or thinking, it was kind of fun to talk about it at work without being judgy or a jerk. Mm -hmm. I was just like, Hey, that seems to be just yes or no. Is that really true? Like what if and helping other people realize that. I mean, that's that would be step two, right? Is once you can feel like you're comfortable with it, is start mm-hmm. taking it out into the wild with you and see see how people react because sometimes it's not so good. <laughs> oh so, yeah. Oh yeah. I mm, <laughs> had that happen to me before, where it's like, uh-huh. ooh, okay. But you need to learn <laughs> to do that too, right? Maybe they're not, and that's the. The one thing I always try to think of, we're not all at the same place on this journey. I struggle with that myself because that would be leading into, you know, perfectionism on my part. Like, why can't everybody just get this? Go, like I've read about it. Why can't you? Yeah. We're all in different places. So yeah, and I, you got to accept where everybody is. And I will be the first person to admit. <laughs> oh, I have trouble with that. That, that so yeah, sometimes I don't, like I said, sometimes I don't always offer myself grace, but sometimes I don't to other people either. No, no. I'm working on it. A couple weeks ago. Yeah, no, I totally did a couple weeks ago. And my one friend of mine called me out on, she said, why are you so judgy about it? Everybody's at a different place in the journey. I'm like, you're right. I'm sorry. That was really bad on my part. And she let, we laughed about it. Right. It wasn't that I was a bad, look at me. I was being a bad person, but I was just like, I also needed to get it off my chest. That happens too. Yeah. We are humans. We are going to make mistakes. Well, and I'm sure we're going to do a future episode on this one as well, but that comes to shame, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And and sorry, I hate to do like a, you know, pre-show chat right now. We got to do shame. I think, I think that's a, I think that's a big one. (laughs) It's really funny is I have a really awesome, uh, I got called a Karen the other day by my eldest. So that was really fun. And I was absolutely embarrassed that she called me that. And then I had to, we had to talk about it and kind of explain. And that was really fun, Kelly. That's a story we can share for another day. Okay. On the I, next episode. I'm actually looking forward to hearing that one. 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I wanted to punch her in the face when she told me I was a Karen. But that's okay. We can live with that. Anger issues. (laughs) I don't have any of those. But (laughs) I am not filled with rage monkeys. I hope you can hear the sarcasm in my voice. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. But yeah, so few right. So we'll post the characteristics of whiteness. I had to practice my words there and um, (laughs) maybe pick one, maybe sit with it, maybe start putting it out in the wild. Just take your time with it though. I mean, journal it, see your therapist about it, you know, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Do what comes up, but it's a really interesting, go into it with hundred percent curiosity, no judgment, just kind of enjoy it. I know that sounds really weird, but can be painful and enjoyable at the same time, right? Yes. See? Two things can be true at the same time. Mm-hmm. And exactly. be sure to follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It is the number two broads and a bottle of wine, all one word. Because, cool. because we we want to we want to hear your feedback. We want to hear what you've discovered yourself. And <laughs> I'll, any, and help us too. Yeah, and any and help any you know corrections or feedback you want to give us, yep, please exactly. we're we're open to it because I mean yeah. we're on this journey as well. We are we are just exactly. stumbling around in the dark. <laughs> yes. All right. Do we have anything else? Awesome. I think that's it. I'll see everybody next time. All right. Take care, everyone.